Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, is it, it for real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. <laughs> and this week we are doing the 1987 was unavailable but now it's available <laughs> movie oh, man. mannequin um we've been waiting forever and it just finally decided to uh show up again so uh yeah we're <laughs> i know i'm like doing what, it. what happened who released this from the fellows right what i was able Thank to you. find out is like mgm um yeah, wanted more money or whatever, but there was also some <laughs> Illum- Illuminati like forums that were go- doing deep dives on this. It's I swear so to God, I was like wild. reading them. It was amazing. Um, and and there was like a HBO. moderator that was like, guys, we need to keep this discussion strictly on the Illuminati and how we need to get rid of them. Uh, we can't go on mannequin tangents. Um, mannequin tangents. Oh. Well, speaking of Hmm. a wonderful mannequin tangent, um, we have a, I got quite a a large response when I put the net out that this was the film we were doing. A lot of, I love this movie. Other people had recommended it to us, but to get the introduction. um, uh, But we have a wonderful introduction today from Desha C., um, who had such fond memories of this film. So take it away, Desha C., Hi, this is Desha, and I am thrilled to introduce the classic rom-com, Mannequin. In the 80s, I was obsessed with Andrew McCarthy, and Mannequin was my third Andrew McCarthy movie after Pretty in Pink and St. Elmo's Fire. This movie is unhinged in that special way that only 80s movies can be unhinged. It is wildly terrible and terribly fun, and will leave you asking questions like, Can Meshach Taylor be my gay BFF? Does James Spader always play a rich villain in movies? What if Kim Cattrall were Filipina? And was this the role that got Estelle Getty the Golden Girls gig? I hope you enjoy this movie in the same way that middle school Desha enjoyed this movie and will always have the song Nothing's Gonna Stop Us Now by Starship running through her head. Bye. That's an amazing intro summary. <laughs> it makes me feel like we don't actually. I know podcast. it's so good. <laughs> it was a beginning, middle, event. <laughs> when I was talking to Desha about this, she had mentioned to me that she had wondered a lot about Kim Cattrall being Filipina, as she herself is a Filipino woman. So oh, it got it. It wasn't like outside, just mm. a random too yeah. too much of a random gotcha. thought. Because that more, I more like seeing that, herself now in that character and what that would be like, which mm. of course. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a question um, that a middle schooler would want to know. Yeah, so I know, and I forgot Andrew McCarthy. You know, well, we we've seen one of those films, *Sandals right. Fire* for the yeah. pod. Um, well, and I guess Dasha answered this. Like, I guess that *Saint Elmo's Fire* was before or before this movie, so. or is she saying mm-hmm. that she saw? A no, mannequin. I Maybe believe she it just was, saw it before. This oh. was sandwiched between Pretty and Pink and Safe It was just the third Elmo's movie Fire. that she had seen. Had Correct. Been. Got it. Got that makes it. Sense. I did listen to um, a podcast. I was trying to like, I don't know. I wanted to try to deep dive a little bit on Andrew McCarthy. So I listened to, he was on Rob Lowe's podcast, which I never have listened to the before. Tracks. 
Yeah. And so they were talking about having shot St. St. Almost Fire and other things. And I guess he was really just kind of painting himself as like a very nervous, like new newcomer to the Brat Pack. And that Rob Lowe was like this confident guy. So it's interesting. I had it slightly wrong. So it was St. Elmo's Fire, 1985, Pretty in Pink, 1986, Mannequin, 1987. And what threw me off was less than zero, which came out after Mannequin, but also in 1987. And that was the other one where James Spader and Andrew McCarthy. Oh, so I've never heard of that movie. Um, no, no, less than zero. Okay, is it a rom com? No, it's like a rat packy movie about addiction. For a second, I thought we did it for the pod, but. Mm, no. I must have I just watched it with either. Nora one day. It's like, let's it's Watch it's just about zero. <laughs> it's about like drugs and hmm. yeah, I have definitely yeah. never I'm I'm looking at the cover for it now, but I've definitely never oh it has uh old what's his face in it. Not Harry Connick Jr. The other one. <laughs> I always call him Harry Connick Jr. That's not, um, you know. Robert Downey Jr. That's oh god, I could <laughs> not yeah. figure out. Like, and I was like, you know, the Marvel character. But anyway, it's like, I'm like, I think there's a reunion involved and gambling debts or drug debts, and yeah. cool. kind of sounds like Saint Almost Fire too. Or, yeah. Am I getting like, it confused? Are you thinking about that? Saint Almost Fire? I think I am. That's what it sounds like. There's definitely yeah. <laughs> there's, there's all of that in Saint Almost Fire. Yeah. Well, why don't you get into your level? Okay. Um, My level is just going to be freaking Hollywood Montrose sunglasses. It's just, (laughs) that's all I think of when I think of this movie. Um, It's, and mannequins, of course. But I watched it several times back in the day, but it has been, as we said, under lock and key and just have not been able to revisit it. Nor have I like looked up like YouTube clips of it, which I mm-hmm. do for a lot of movies and stuff like that. So it has been in the vault for quite some time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I'm going to make my level before maybe Bridget steals it. Um, maybe no, I not. think you're going to steal my level. Do you want to say it one at the same yeah. time? One, one two, two, three. three. Today's, Today's special. special. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you it. And I are, you and I are like the sweaty balls, ladies. I knew yeah. it. Today's special. Today's Ugh. special. It um, has to be today's special. Go yeah. ahead. Well, maybe maybe the definitions of our level will be different. But I doubt um, it. I've I've never seen this movie. I don't think. Um, wow. But I, uh, yeah, but I have oh, seen today's special, and like so, my what relationship is that? with so it's a it's a it's a show that I guess was on Nickelodeon. Um, that was kind of like a little bit of like an electric company, like Mister Rogers ish kind of show. Kids had, with your cable had Muffy the mouse and Jeff the mannequin, and um, it, the premise was like it was that, a department uh, store. The department store it had a night watch. I mean, like, and it was like after hours in this department store, these things kind of came to life, including Jeff the mannequin and like Huffy the mouse was like the accountant or something. But <laughs> like, and they were like going up an escalator. There was with puppets. Him. There was okay. puppets. So like, I mean, it's not so off from this movie, but like that's if you were if you say mannequin to me and like yeah. describe this movie plot, I'm just thinking straight up today's special. So like, I know. I'm, I knew Kim Cattrall was in this movie, I think, because we've been talking about it for so long. I, I feel like I knew a- Andrew McCarthy. But in watching it, like, I don't think I've seen anything from this movie. Like, wow. not a scene. So, hmm. yeah. 
<laughs> well, as as we said, my level is also today special, and that's today special, and that's for a few reasons. One is that TV show, which was very impressionable on me as a child. Yeah, and the the thought of mannequins coming alive in the coming to life in the middle of the night in a department store was a dream come true. I mm-hmm. I I remember very vividly this department store, which also has like a woodworking shop and a metalworking yeah. shop, oh. and like. The one in this movie. <laughs> I think this was a warehouse. Yeah. It was like unbelievable the amount of uh, wood chipper, like sure. the amount yeah. of products. Industrial. This mall had. Yeah. yeah. But to just be in the mall, or it's like, you know, we watched yeah. um, anything where you get locked in a store overnight and you have access to everything is very intriguing to like me. Forces I, of nature. Forces of nature. One time I got to spend the night in the aquarium as a Girl Scout. Yeah. I did that with the Atlanta Zoo one. Yeah. And you just feel like so cool because you're there after hours. This movie I've seen a lot a a long time ago and I haven't seen it recently. Um, But when we started this podcast, I mean, this for sure was at the tippy top of my list with Teen Witch. I mean, they're like neck and neck. And Starship, I mean, that song spoiler i'm gonna play that song at the end of this yeah it's It's so good it's it's i've seen them in concert recently and when they played that i was like a like a it was like a gospel choir to me like it was that (laughs) powerful so i have a lot of have a lot of feelings about this film I'm, i'm so glad you picked it philip I'm also glad that Haiti never saw it. Yes. Um, I'm interested yeah. in that perspective. Um, I think that'll be a wild card. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, because like as Deja said, um, this movie is a wild card. It, yeah. <laughs> it's so really much more than I remembered. Really nicely. Frankly. Yeah. The other thing I was thinking of, like, um, it kind of weirdly, the intro kind of combines the last two movies we've seen, which yeah. is yeah. The Mummy and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, which was like the cartoon, cartoon and the kitchen. And yeah. I was like, this is like made for the next it movie. It was really weird. Yeah. I, I didn't remember the Egyptian part of this movie at all. <laughs> well, some more that Kim Cattrall was an Egyptian. <laughs> right. I think I barely did. Like once I saw it, it's like, oh yeah. And um, fun fact, I watched this with my sister who was in town. Oh. Right. And we obviously had watched it a bunch when we were kids. And she was like, oh, no, I don't remember any of this Egyptian mumbo jumbo. So, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Kim Cattrall is Egyptian, question mark. And high on cocaine because she is. Yeah. Excited. She's really excited. Um, But her mom is like. I guess it's her mom or her grandma is like wrapping her up as a mummy. I think no, no, she's hiding mother. as a mummy. Oh, that was okay. her yeah, way Kim to get Cattrall out of Cattrall is getting out of this Got marriage. It. I mean, it it seems like it's it's portrayed because it's Phyllis Newman as her mother, which gets like her own credit at the end. I don't know if you guys realize that it's like credits, no. and then it's Phyllis Newman as Who the is mother. Phyllis Newman. I don't know. I got to look it up now. I assume she's like a comedian. <laughs> I mean, she was very funny. Sure. Like this whole exchange was very funny, and yeah, the premises is, is like she's gonna. He's in fuel. Okay, he smells. He sells camel dung. You know, like it's like this whole like Catskill shtick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Kim Cattrall is like hiding because she doesn't want to be married away to this whatever like suitor her mother has found. Um. In ancient Egypt, uh, you know, right before lunch is what we get, which is very funny. <laughs> so um, funny. Yeah. A really long time ago. And then she, I think, I think she prays to the gods. 
to basically right. like you know make me a bird but, so I can fly far away from yeah. here. But, <laughs> Although she she prays specifically to God, which <laughs> which which sort of threw me off because I, I thought was like, she she had I a favorite. She kept on saying gods. I thought she kept on putting an S on it, but maybe I misheard. Yeah. Well. One thing that surprised me is that I I pictured in my brain that she was a princess and mm. she wasn't. She was just. Yeah. Egyptian sort of seemed middle class. I think middle, you upper, know, upper middle, middle, middle class, middle class yeah. Egyptian. They were throwing out like the professions of her husbands to be, and it was like a mortician or I, I don't know. It was yeah, working working class. Yeah. Well, she she managed to figure out how to get out of there somehow, and then she's see, we learn later that she's been like time traveling of some kind that's like a throwaway line later but in reality she like her spirit comes into later well the, and like the, well, the cartoon body. kind of shows it like she's traveling through but right. she's traveling as like a hieroglyphic essentially like through these times and that's what i right that's like, what, like trolls I don't... and pirate ships Right. So like, what is the what? premise? Like, like, what is she there? Like, is she a mannequin there? And she comes to life during I the think statues. I, I think. Oh, you think she's a statue? statue. Yeah. Maybe she's a statue. There. Oh, the mannequins are like the modern day statue. I think she I could guess. only be seen by certain people. It sounded like she was dating mostly artists, but Highlander. It is yeah. like Highlander. It's, well, yeah. the other thing is that she could have been like Filipino in one of these because she was true. bouncing from different areas of the world. That was a white wondered. Egyptian person. So, I mean, I, I think she was a blonde, <laughs> yeah. blue-eyed Kim they cover They cover a lot of her up with that mummy, but it's like... Yeah, um, yeah, I guess so. I was like, like, so I guess Phyllis Newman, who plays her mother, was like a singer and a Broadway actress. Oh, okay, a Tony Award winning. So she I think that's like why. Broadway. Yeah, so you... that's why she gets the shout out yeah. Um, yeah. at the end. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I just can't believe I I I do want to go back and figure out how many movies we watched with cartoon openers because oh my gosh, I think again I just like I can't believe I didn't remember it this from this movie because it was such a fond thing for me as a kid and I was always sad I know. when the cartoon ended. I'm pretty sure that's the perfect job for Jeff. Um, yeah, we should get our art director on that. Yeah. It's a good trivia for him. He did have a question um, about how many movies also we've watched that feature like devastated artist types oh. who are just like trying oh. to make their way in the world. Gosh, I know. Writers yeah. like to put a little of themselves in the movies they write, I think is what we're we're learning. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> this one to be so specific that you're like a mannequin artist. Right? Because does he have his own other art form outside of that? Well, he says he's a sculptor. He but I'm seems like, like he's bouncing know. around like between balloon art, pizza <laughs> yeah. art. He's just creative. Bush, bush art. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But he, um, he keeps when he's when before right before he's fired from the department store, he does say like, I'm a sculptor. Like I could. Yeah, I can churn out one of these every six months. Well, oh, when he's fired from the mannequin factory. Yes. Yeah, sorry. The mannequin yeah. factory. What? Like what a weird job. <laughs> yeah i know all those arms and limbs hanging yeah. everywhere and you just like choose ones and shove well them in. i mean not quite now but pretty soon i had just had a note that 
Andrew McCarthy looks like a serial killer. Just the look at oh, the glazed totally. look in his eye. Um, he, he also has like baby eye. He has like a, the eyes right. of a child and the body <laughs> yeah. of a man. You know what I mean? Straight it's up like serial killer. Hot. He does a lot of like, yeah, intentional weird staring where you're, you do, yeah, you're like, you're going to murder somebody. Like he's in this... faking emo. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yet, I, I thought he was so cute and dreamy yeah. for so no, long, no, no. too. For sure. I, I think he's very disarming in general. Like, I, I find that he's usually he's usually playing kind of like a little bit of the unlikely underdog yeah. lead yeah. or something. I'm going to get I think the we dreamy. will have to watch Pretty in Pink. I've never seen it. Yeah, I think that. So I guess this movie, soon. too, was um, inspired by the film One Touch of Venus. And the premise sure. there is like the department store owner purchases a statue of Venus. So like, I think you're right, Phil. Like maybe she was like a statue, uh, okay. and then like the modern day statue is a mannequin. Although, also in the facts, there was like based on a real event, and <laughs> what? it was like the, the director walked by a, mm. a shadow window, oh, and like that. a shadow made it look like it was moving. But more than yeah. likely, it was just this <laughs> 1941 Eva Gardner movie that's. Exactly and I think it, the same. And I think that's based on some like 1880s play. Like it's just kind of and an old that's story. based on what is it, Pygmalion? Yeah. Um, right. it's it's not the newest idea. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> or like Return to Oz, where like a TikTok comes alive. Yeah, and that's you, true. And you fall in love with it and then you sure. get married. It didn't happen, <laughs> but so Andrew McCarthy. Fiction. This movie takes place in Philadelphia. Hey. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> I would have totally thought New York. I was surprised Thanks. by Philly, but that was cool. They apparently shopped around for the best looking yeah. interior of department stores, and the ones that they found were in Philly. So, but but the but the the fancy mall, the one that's failing, with that's like, but that's like a bank, isn't it, or something, or like no, I it something. was it was really a mall. It was um, like, what is this mall that has like an organ future mall? Not future mall. Oh, past mall. It, this is this is the oldest mall in the country. Wow. It it that was like out of a dream, I thought. Yeah, it was odd. It was kind of uh, like a rotunda situation. Yeah. Uh okay, so Andrew McCarthy makes makes the mannequin who she has terrible makeup, but whatever. Um But he spent a lot of time on, lot her, of time on boobs, her boobs. I think yeah, yeah. Very authentic breasts. Good Which, job. Uh, Kim Cattrall sat for like six weeks. Six um, <laughs> weeks with this sculptor, like to make because they were making like six different mannequins. I'm like, it just looks how, like a mannequin. How many man. hours a day? Like, right. To, That's what I ma- wondered. Wait, to be to be naked with her boobs, or just I don't know if she was naked. I think they were trying to get her likeness, so like she sat for mm-hmm. him to like sculpt this mannequin, and I'm like, it just looks like a blonde mannequin. Like, yeah. there, well, maybe one of them, I think. One of them looks pretty convincing, her. and then it was like, like they just got more derivative. <laughs> like eight each different one. ones that had different looks. Like that a they, copy yeah. of a copy of a copy. Yeah, yeah. right. Like but all with copy of a copy. high cheekbone makeup. For yes. Sure. Oh no. Yeah. Lots of high cheekbone makeup. Um. Well, yeah. Andrew McCarthy gets fired from several jobs, as we already again mentioned. And again, it's like fired montage. Yeah, fired. <laughs> Which montage. every time the boss is like more impossibly angry at him. Like they get like from irritated to like really upset to like violent. Like, yeah. Pretty wild. Who, that pizza boss. Yeah. Yikes. 
That pizza I mean, boss. I guess wow. if you're the balloon manager, you'd be the most mad. Yeah, like you almost killed a die. kid. Yeah. And you almost lost his favorite balloon, which Both I things. enjoyed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he then um, goes to pick up his very successful girlfriend, Roxy. 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 She's so fancy. She was giving me like lead singer of the Bangles vibes. Funny you should mm-hmm. say that. Uh, she was a musician who's done some work with Prince. Oh, interesting. Well, there you go. Was she in anything else ever in the world, or was this her only movie? She did an episode of Sex in the City. I know. Oh yeah, with oh, Kim Cattrall, right? That's a yeah, connection. Totally. And that's all I know. Okay. Yeah, I was looking it up in it, but um, she also, I think, her daughter is married to Simon Cowell. Yeah, I think I saw that. Oh, which is interesting. Yeah, so she's kind of like she's now it's kind of like a famous family. I think it's her, her husband is also like an actor or something. I, feel I don't know. Age wise, she should be married to Simon Cowell. I don't know. <laughs> I know. The math I on know. It, but uh, well, yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. Also, going with that, uh, we have to bring up the fact that uh, for once. It's the flippin' ages that Kim Cattrall was about six years older than uh, Andrew McCarthy. Oh. Yeah. I think when I was a kid, I was thinking about that a lot. For some reason, I thought she looked a lot older than him. I don't know why. In my kid brain, I did. Now I don't see it really, and I don't know how old anybody right. is. But I mean, she is from ancient Egypt. Yeah, She's like 4,000 years old. 4,000 years old. That's true. So, But she's done up. I mean, he's like such a baby. Like such a man child. She has baby eyes. Katie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she is done up to look a lot more like like Joan Rivers or something. I mean, she's, I don't know. Her <laughs> style is like older in this as well, I think. So very 80s, very, yeah. So there's like a series of unfortunate events, but basically like Roxy ditches. Andrew I don't McCarthy think that relationship he... was going to last. No. Um, I don't think it was based on anything. wet in the rain and then no. his bike won't start and he's walking home and then he sees his mannequin <laughs> it's it's you <laughs> it's you the the woman made out of what are mannequins made out of like plastic metal wood i don't know i, I, I literally i think that like, yeah like what's the inside is it pla- i don't know epoxy I mean, yeah, it looks like epoxy. Is he in love with her because he like yes. wants to do her or yes. like okay. I just probably like- has to, I mean he took he's like also- 4 weeks to make her, so <laughs> Yeah, I feel like he's also kind of like enamored by his own like skill set. That's what I mean. He's like <laughs> I'm yeah. so talented. So good. Um, I'm such yeah. a talented mannequin artist. If I could have only made a mannequin of me, then I truly could have made love to that. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty narcissistic. <laughs> so he conveniently, the next day, he goes back to the store where they're having their 100th anniversary. That's a this long time. That, that mall Sophia. has been there since 1887, and so has Estelle Getty. Yes. Mm. Uh, I love family. it. Her family has. Yeah. I love I love Estelle Getty. I, I do remember as a kid being very confused because I was like, she's Ma. But she looks so much younger here. Yeah, I know. I remember kind of having to learn that as a kid, too. Because I think she was the youngest member was, of yeah. the cast mm-hmm. of Golden Girls, which is yeah. always so wild. I know. Um, but she was great. And I don't really know her from much else. But, man, did I love her as Sophia. Yeah, she's great. And then we quickly get introduced to James Spader as well. 
Which I was well, talking to Kenny. Well, first, we should it's, identify it's, it's why stuff. he gets. Why does oh. Andrew McCarthy meet James? Yeah. Because, because the he, sign falls and he on him. rides it like a bucking bronco. <laughs> this is and the wildest thing to do. Electrocuted in the butt <laughs> several times. Yes. Yeah, he like pushes Estelle out of the way, which right. is good, but then tries to like catch the sign right. and ends up riding it like the pirate ship at the boardwalk. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I love um, those rides. Yeah. Well, oh. it was wild. Yeah, it was a pretty bad idea. And then you I guess do? She... you like those pirate ship rides? Yeah, only the ones that go all the way around. I'm not Okay, some you don't like child just you're just not wants. messing around. Well, no. I'm the opposite cuz I insist on sitting in the middle where you get uh, the least amount of slightly thrill. rocked. Uh, yeah. Get out of here, Katie. My sister's always like, one end. I'm like, no, please, God. Because then when you're on the end, you like look down into eternity when it goes up. I can't handle it. <laughs> I can barely handle them. I will say as a non-roller coaster rider, I have been on one of those, so I can vouch. I Once again, shout out to my sister. We went on it seven times in a row because it was right in a, after a thunderstorm. And so no one was at Six Flags at that wow. time. So we just sort of like... We're able to just loop again and again and again. No <laughs> lines at all. Again. Loop hardship. Yeah. Again. Barf again. Again. So then Mr. Richards is James Spader. Um, what? Wow. I guess. <laughs> He's bringing a lot. He brings to this so role. much. To He's bringing so much like Nazi doctor energy. <laughs> just, like this, the way he's even smoking a the, cigarette. Hey, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. All of it is so, Ugh. it's so wild. It meant it, I couldn't, like he was like in black and white somehow. And I was thinking too, a second to Annie, I was just like, James Spader is like Christopher Walken level specific. Like he's a thing. He just like, yeah. it's wild to me. Um, yeah, yeah, he's just his own pace. He's his own rhythm. It's really, but like, I don't think I've seen, or I maybe I just didn't identify or recognize this like youthful James Spader. This was kind of like mm. newer for me, and I enjoyed it a lot. I thought Ooh. he was like yeah. very not 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 sexually, not like I'm no, not, I thought he was really like good. Andrew yeah. McCarthy into mannequins, but um, he's really committed. <laughs> yes, he was. And Very apparently committed. the director was really pushing them to go sort of wilder and wilder yeah. with their takes. So yeah, Spader took the note. <laughs> Take the note. So now um, we get Andrew McCarthy like running around Fancy Mall looking for his mannequin. And, and he's like walking in on people in dressing rooms. Yeah. And what door system do they have? I don't know what this door system is. It's None so are labeled. Some <laughs> go out to the street. Some go to sort of undressed women rooms. Um, undressed right, but they're women all like right That's next what we're to each other. Them. Yeah. Undressed just... women rooms. <laughs> oh. But, you know, he, he's uh, got a job hauling stuff around the mall, so he has time to like look for his mannequin. We also like this is in the runner for my bummer, but like go back to see Roxy at her job where she's just like constantly harassed. Oh my God. By everybody. Roxy is not safe. We meet this like, oh my God, Armand. this MFR Armand <laughs> who like, who is this person? Oh, I he's mean, terrible. He, he Team Armand. A little bit, yeah, right. He looks a little bit like Brad Garrett, like the brother from yeah, um, yeah. Everybody yes. Loves Raymond. To the point where I'm like, is that a young Brad Garrett? But like, this guy can't do a take without just laughing. Like he's just <laughs> laughing throughout the whole movie, seeing the most crazy, disgusting things and the most like wild Italian like stereotype. It's so wild. So wild. 
and he's oh, gross. But he's yeah, bad. We, we also get Roxy taking uh, Andrew McCarthy back now that he has a job. Um, yeah, I right. guess. And she's being harassed, so maybe she's just like looking for protection. I don't know. Yeah, she just wants to be yeah. safe, really. <laughs> Let's see. Then we get to meet Hollywood Montrose. Hollywood Montrose, Meshock Taylor, who played like two of the most like gay iconic male characters in history. I guess so. Like you mean I this think. and designing women? Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. And, but and not gay I in don't know if he's yeah, I don't think I don't he's, think he's he is. Mm-hmm. He is but well, right. I mean, I don't know. And I don't think he his... identifies. <laughs> yeah, I don't think sad, identifies. sure. And is also sadly passed at yeah, too early an age. Um because yes. I'm a yeah. big Designing Women fan. I watched it pretty religiously. I remember you said that, that before. Yeah. Every time you do, I I like <laughs> get a wistful thought of I like picture you watching it and I get really happy. Is it because they're should. southern? Uh you just like why liked, I watched you liked it? interior designers. Is that what they did? <laughs> um I don't even know. They yeah, they they were. Um I liked all all the characters, like all the strong women characters. What was it? Um Delta, Delta Burke. Burke. And then what was this slightly younger? The blonde lady. Annie Potts. Uh, Annie Potts. I was a big fan of what's that um, Suzanne Struthers? No, uh, not no, Steph. but Sally, Sally, Sally Struthers, maybe. I think, yeah. I only watched it a couple of times. I know, I know what it was, but I didn't. I don't know. It just there's a sass to spare, and I, I was there. You for it. love a sassy strong woman. I do. Well, oh, maybe it's not Sally Struthers. Gene Smart. Oh my god. Oh, oh yeah. my I mean, god. Come on, come Jean on. Smart. Dixie Carter. Queen Dixie Carter, which Jean Smart and Kim Cattrall, I have to say, like I similar um, a little bit. Yeah, like I can see that. Like I am a big Samantha fan from Sex in the City. Like and I know like I'm like a real like Kim Cattrall, Samantha, like apologist in a way where I I know like the behind the scenes drama. And I'm like, they should have just paid her more because she's the best part of the show. (laughs) I don't really know what's going on. Are you are you Samantha? Um, a little bit. I feel like I'm like a, a Miranda Samantha rising. Uh, I know we've done this before <laughs> in the sense. I think we've had this exact same conversation on the podcast, but I think in the sense that literally, Samantha I think it started with designing Michelangelo. women and came to this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, right, I right, think right. only in yeah. that We've been way. doing this too we've long. We've been doing it too mm-hmm. long. We've had the same conversation. Okay. But I will say that like, to me, I don't think anybody could have played Samantha on Sex in the City, like Kim Cattrall did, but maybe a close second would maybe be Gene Smart. Like I could kind of okay. see, it. maybe. Right. Like I, I, when I think about I think who Gene could be Smart, is like edgier than yeah. But, but I get I it. Not as like just sweet. Yeah, not as just like overwhelming Sexy and no. It's true. Which also, if you haven't seen the sort of new remake of Watchmen, um, yes. the I'm HBO not. series, Gene Smart's in that, and she's great. Yes. She's great. Kim Cattrall's great. Well, yeah. I think I think the handling of this in in terms of him not being a gay actor, I still think like he's such a lovely character. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, no, no, no. And- like there's like no joke on him. I think there's one homophobic line that's not. It's not even. It's like the idiot says it, so it's like right. the cop says no. it. And you're like, there is a million homophobic lines out of that. Oh cop's really? Mouth. Oh but yeah. It's be- it- He's it's wild, but he's it's played at, as the dumbass. Yeah, and he's so the villain. He's the stupid one. He's the villain. Maybe I, mean, I just like, like chalked him up to being it, a bigot, and then I just it was, was like, right. Okay. It was I think pretty. That's, yeah, yeah. 
It was pretty intense, but coming out of him. And I mean, they're all, it's all the bad guys are homophobic, right? Like every, all the homophobia is on the villain side of things, which I think is like very helpful. And I can totally see Meshach Taylor being like essentially a gay icon for his portrayal of this and like his role in designing women. And you just hope that him himself was not homophobic, right? (laughs) We can hope. You hope, like, I don't know. The one thing I was going to say is they um, it wasn't inferred that he was gay. They they made him gay. Like, oh, he yeah. had a boyfriend. It yes. wasn't oh, yeah. it was like, really clear. Which is insane. A for a, he said a husband. Did he say husband from 1980? Yes. That's insane. Yeah. Um, That like that. It's just I don't know. I wouldn't have thought that. It, I thought it would have been like. Obviously, he's gay, but no one's going to say, yeah, exactly. Oh, he has a partner or anything like that. Yeah, um, that's why I thought it was kind of like revolutionary in a way. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, it wasn't it wasn't even like addressed. It was just like Andrew McCarthy was like, didn't even have to say anything. It was just like, OK, whatever. Like he didn't even it was just like right. they were jamming and riding, you know, because he's like, I yeah. love a mannequin. So and I anything's think that, possible, like, really. Yeah, and I, I think there was almost this implicit understanding that like in and it's interesting that it's Philly, too, and not New York, but that it's yeah. like the art world and like especially like probably the fashion world, you know, sure. that this like that this person is maybe well known enough among this field that like you don't have to be like what 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 sure you know or like right have an aside like a kind of a nasty aside to your girlfriend or you know what i mean like you could just see that happening and it just it never does which is really great mm-hmm. yeah and andrew mccarthy oh. like stands up for him he's like advocating oh yeah like immediately yeah. like you get that this guy is like the safe like hero yeah. you know yeah um, well, we meet the security guy, Felix Maxwell, who is, I was like, is he from, I asked my couchmate, I said, Police is he Academy. from Police Academy or he MASH? It turns Academy. out he's from both. Oh, is he from MASH as well? Yes. G- I, G.W. Bailey or something? Yeah, I didn't remember. I just assumed he was in MASH. I didn't actually <laughs> know that. Uh, he just looked, he had that look about him. Yeah. MASH look. And, uh. A lot of dog energy in this film. Rambo. You know, much more dog energy than I thought was going to be in this movie about a mall. I completely forgot there was a dog, period. Um, does the does the security guard from today's special have a dog? Or I'm confusing. Maybe. No, I'm confusing him with the guy from Inspector Gadget, who was like the evil guy in Inspector Gadget. Didn't he have a dog? Maybe. He had a cat oh a cat oh yeah the claw dr claw or whatever he was always like stroking a cat i think i think it's because they both like you saw them in these like control room like environments Mm. that makes sense also everyone do yourself a favor and look at young pictures of gw bailey it just um sort of blew my mind it's very like serpico no not dapper it's not the word not as put together as all his characters. Like his oh. like spoofy ones are just very right wing. Um, got like sort a big of hair, fascist, yeah. whatever. And that is not what he's portraying as wow. a young man. He's had a long career. He's been on like The Closer. Uh, oh, I see what you mean. 2022's Star Girl. He's got such a grump face that I think he like leaned into that. Uh-huh. Like as his Seeker career rump. went on. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a good face actor. Yeah, he really actor. is. Yeah, he really is. He's very funny. 
So we have to have, I mean, there's a lot of like foes in this movie. There's a lot of people. There is arguably so too many, many foes. <laughs> Three like, or I'm not putting Roxy in there. I think she's just stuck in a bad place. No, but you should. There's a team though. It's like Armand and Roxy are a foe. And then like GW yeah. Bailey and James Spader are a foe. And then like Roxy's the, forced Mr. Claw into is it. a foe. I or thought DJs. I I told Jeff that I thought that Roxy was like a victim in this movie. She but definitely he thought is. she was a she thought she was a villain she, as well. She tried to pull herself away at one point and gets pulled back in. So, but well, at she the end, have a choice. I know that she doesn't have a choice, but I think this movie wants us to believe she does and that she chooses bad. She chooses poorly because at one Sad. point she's like, I don't know, this will ruin his life, and then she. And then she like tries to put Samantha in a wood chipper. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not a wood I, chipper, yeah. by the way. I just it's... feel like the movie thinks she's a villain at the end. <laughs> and she pays. Well, we'll get to it. She we'll pays to, a sorry. crazy price. Like, yeah, totally. Anywho, um, let's see. So, so we... we get mannequin coming to life. That's right, and uh, she comes alive with like oh noise, <laughs> <laughs> and her name's Emmy. Yeah, like short. It's short for like an Egyptian name, and I can't remember what it is now. Yeah. Oh, and this is where I had the note that just every single swipe in this movie is batshit crazy. They were like, "Oh, this is a new way to swipe from scene to scene." Yeah, just totally. Like horizontal, crisscross, circle. Like, it reminds yeah. me of like when I took like a video editing class in high school, where you like just learn how to use PowerPoint, but mm-hmm. we would just like do all the edits, <laughs> fade, fade in and out. Now, then I have a note about this wood shop because th- this mall has like better like equipment and facilities than like my regional theater does like to produce <laughs> like window displays or like I, I I remember seeing this as a kid and being like, is this the behind the scenes of every mall? Like, yeah, no, this mall in particular has a lot of storage mm-hmm. and a lot of old things. I guess if it's been around since 1887. It would. It's like but... secret passages, I'm sure. Um Yeah. And um, you know, Ken Cottrell takes off her clothes in front of Andrew McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, And then uh they make uh well we Andrew McCarthy wakes up in the window and there's the tennis the tennis display. Am I missing anything really? Like that first No, night? it's not yeah, it's yeah, I, I mean, love that tennis rackets are seen as the most incredible thing anyone has ever seen. I love it. Like, yeah, like, I can't believe this. Like, and I, I think they turn. A I remember being blown away by these yes, window. I did too. Things back in the day. There's wow. Yeah, they were moving. Yeah, and like, and also- do you think that just didn't happen? Like, window displays weren't moving. They were boring and all just <laughs> here's a yeah. business suit. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think this, I mean, this department store sold everything. Like anything you could ever want to buy was in this department store. They had like oh, yeah. camping equipment and fur Hang gliders. Hang gliders. Like yeah, you name glider. it, they had it. So they were going to like show off the tennis outfits. Um, and it was amazing. And um, Jonathan tries to like tell Roxy about what's going on. He's like, my mannequin. She's like, you're weird. <laughs> yeah. Not Nobody just Roxy, but them. Roxy and Armand. It's yeah. like, oh, I don't care if you're in the room. I'm just going to just open my like <laughs> artistic heart. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I think Roxy was like, okay, I'm dodging a bullet now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he looks so hot on that motorcycle. Um, oh, yeah, without a helmet. But now everybody's a buzz about the window display, and it's like... Real a buzz. <laughs> like, real a buzz. They are... They are fired up. And it's like the this idea of the other mall. What is the other mall called? Like Illumina? Illustra? Illustra. I thought yeah. they were saying Olestra. Olestra. Like <laughs> laxatives. Laxative chips. <laughs> May cause anal leakage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god everybody was like okay i don't care <laughs> well i lose weight great i can love chips, chips I want. <laughs> great. i can eat all the chips i want i'll be fine <laughs> pants are a dive and dozen but chips are forever <laughs> chips are forever they're my best friend <laughs> so this is like okay do we steal jonathan to olestra right and like <laughs> he's gotta be like the window dresser and like also like was me taylor doing this beforehand i know like, well just like, meshack taylor is kind of yes. like his boss right like right. or yeah. i think yeah. he's like overseeing it and jonathan's like the new guy that's well like, he got he hired wasn't as supposed like to be a window display person mail room he is right. like yeah. the lowest of the low yeah but he's just kind of doing it yeah i guess this is actually and i couldn't figure out why meshack taylor is like why the window dresser like, why is his job a night shift job? <laughs> like, you well, know, you have to have the surprise right. in the morning. Yeah. Because yeah, you know, if you're the... setting it up during the day, that's when people are walking by and they're yeah, just and you seeing... have naked mannequins in your window. Yeah. Come on, Katie. This, Katie. Is my, this is another question of the same vein. Like, I know you guys said that you were real like window display heads, but like. <laughs> <laughs> were was there a time that window displays were like getting reviews in the paper like yes I there was a new so. yorker ad every week about window displays. well i, can't I do tell think so serious. this is before you could advertise online and, and like in a busy city where people are walking past your store mm -hmm. and you actually had like downtown malls that didn't sure. all just become like vacant yeah you know, scary places, then yeah. And like, I um, I always appreciate my friend Anne who lives in Paris, who is intro hey. Amelie for us. That's right. Um, she always posts like really beautiful pictures of window displays there for different times of year. I think I think it's still like a an art form. I remember like learning once of somebody I knew was like the display person at, um, what's that very like fancy store with like home goods and clothing for women? It's Sukasa. No. Anthropology. Yes. And so like they always have these like very elaborate yeah. displays. Like they'll take books and like open them up and like turn them books? into staircases and mm. anyway. Yeah, that's I think true. it's still a thing in the, in this sort of like merchandising, mm -hmm. like displaying and merchandising. Um, but not as you know, that was gonna everybody be like shops the next online season so of Mad Men if they hadn't uh... right canceled yeah. the show maybe that's it like yeah maybe i've just not seen it portrayed i mean it wouldn't surprise me i'm just kind of really run wondering because like i remembered the displays at like gap and stuff you know but like i just i guess i was just wondering like were people just waiting for the new display to come out i guess so but you were like in a suburban mall you weren't like walking past like a downtown mall yeah that's true downtown like, not a detroit not super fancy you were not yeah. a down <laughs> downtown detroit mall that's very uh, true um and estelle, then oh yeah go ahead i was gonna say estelle getty hosts this like fancy ass department store meeting it's like so serious so fancy in such a fancy boardroom 
And, you know, they decide, you know, in this fancy meeting that they're not going to sell them all. All the stakeholders are like, this tennis display is saving us. Yeah. The sales are skyrocketing. Today. Everybody, <laughs> everybody needs a tennis racket. Um, Although Spader really, this is the scene where he wants to like fire him because it's just yeah. embarrassing, right? Yeah. Well, and he's in on the deal, basically. No, right? Right. He, yeah, he wants to, but it's just he's tipping his hand so much yeah like, agree oh I the know. thing that's like getting the crowds on the street thing, you want to fire right. this person for and yeah yeah agreed i was like how are they not figuring out that he's a double agent here um yeah. and then and then we get the like another night where um kim cattrall now is like kind of in satin right that's like the note she I have. has so many outfit changes yeah it's hard but that's what i mean nobody trapped montages. in the mall overnight yeah you can just pick out whatever clothes you want. I well, also feel of... she switched from cocaine to Molly. Um, she's just <laughs> a lot more touchy feely now. Oh yeah, yeah. Just... she's definitely a, a mannequin pixie dream girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Hey> um, <laughs> and so this is like the dance montage, right? Where they're oh, like yeah. doing all kinds of fun stuff at night, and which leads to the bicycle display, which I did think was really awesome. It's like, oh, Ooh. now you're on board, Katie. Well, it's like the moving part of the tennis record display was kind of like an like a boardwalk, like um, that's like how a, I play a tennis. Putt golf course. I was just like, just I don't know if this slightly is... rotating my racket. Like, how did they make that overnight? Like, yeah, they got <laughs> the industrial boys to make a pretty intense workshop. <laughs> There's nobody um, else there. They're running around the mall, and yet they have all these extra helpers to like help them make these like technical feats. I, I love the bicycle one. One of my main questions of this podcast is how do mannequins legs move like that? Um, show me the mannequins. Show me how I know. Ball I bearings. thought about that too. I thought about that too. Ball bearings. I, I really they loved Barbie legs and like my Barbie had a motorcycle and a horse and I'll tell you it was awkward. <laughs> no Barbie legs just did like she three, three stiff joints. Legged. Yeah, they are stiff legs. Three joints and that's it. Her crotch never reached the seat because her she just straddled yeah. on top of it. Mm -hmm. Conversely, Type teenage <laughs> teenage mutant ninja turtle legs do rotate easier than oh. Barbie legs. Well, but I really did like the um, bicycle <laughs> display. Um, I just like that they attached like the backdrop that kept on going around. Well, I was like, sure. oh, kind of cool, Smart. really clever. It's like I would, Who I want to watch that this. backdrop. I mean, come on, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, and then I think we're at Roxy invites him to lunch. Yeah. Um, and to try to, I, I mean, I do appreciate that they at least try to win him back versus like kill him and kill the mannequin mm -hmm. too, which you could see <laughs> in a movie being like, that's eliminate. plan C, but at least, yeah, they, at least yeah, plan they B, try. A and B. They this try movie just keeps also trying to be like a slapsticky cartoon, which I love. I'm not mad about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But there's this whole side plot about how he was fired from this restaurant because he set something on fire. What a bummer, man. This is a bummer. This poor man who like lost his eyebrows in this like kitchen fire that this fucker set. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like Andrew McCarthy, like, I mean, I think he only works at night at this department store. Anywhere else in his life, he's just like a yeah, he's Looney Tunes a, yeah, cartoon. Yeah, he's a Looney Tune cartoon. And he sets this guy's toupee on fire. Um mm. Oh no, he sets the flambe on fire and then and uses, uses the, the guy to yeah, right. put it out. 
These poor, um, just unassuming people that are his coworkers. Like which, everybody except for Meshach Taylor, he's killed. <laughs> <laughs> just give him time. Yeah, uh, I well, think I figured out what. Sorry, what Meshach Taylor's been up to. What's which is that? he's setting up these other elaborate displays in the mall while Andrew McCarthy and the mannequin are doing the windows. Like, yeah, maybe so. There's like this carnival cruise display that right. they hang out in, which I'm just like, and it's the tent. so involved. The tent and the hammock. and Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, and then there's a lot of like conspiring behind their back between like James Spader and the cop. They're like what's happening at this mall overnight? Somebody is making window displays. Which, back to the lunch with Roxy, um, uh, McCarthy's like an hour late, and mm-hmm. he had also stood her up the night before, or a couple right. of nights ago, and it, I don't know, didn't sit you right sh- with you me. You should dump him. An hour late for lunch? Who's still <laughs> and there? And he should have called her. I was thinking telephones. about that too. But, but why they would... do have telephones. Like if I, I feel like um, when you call the I, restaurant, I had to, yeah, you call the restaurant or like when they, when he spent the night, he slept at the department store and didn't even come home and he didn't even t- like call her. I know that Kim Cattrall, I know a man. They don't live together. Yeah. But like she said, he was, she was waiting for him all night or something. Oh, and she yeah. was like worried about him. Give her a call. <laughs> I don't know. I agree. She's yeah. getting sexually harassed all the time. Like that was the thing. Like, <laughs> should we go to her life? And like, I think Armand is just at it again at work. I mean, man, this poor woman. Um, we get sort of the scene of them sort of rubbing sunscreen on, um, and rolling around the sort of beach theme. Yeah. Spot. Is this is this what leads into the hand gliding? Uh, before that, yeah. Th- well, first, um, you know, there's like this, <laughs> um you know everybody's breaking into the mall to like check in on them and can't kim Cattrall puts an ice cube down andrew mccarthy's pants i'm like where does this ice come from what are they drinking anyway does she need to drink and eat she's a mannequin where does her, what happens when she freezes is there food inside her stomach all night long and then and then <laughs> they're like question. and then every time she freezes her body's in a different shape nobody questions that by the way mannequin arms and legs don't move like that and so but there's frozen. a billion mannequins in this place but they've like, got a if you're gonna change it that quick it'd be hard you have to like unscrew the arm and put on the yeah. hugging arm and like but they haven't seen it's not like they're looking yeah, they at don't her really then looking much away before. then looking yeah. back it's just yeah well old copy sees andrew mccarthy like rolling around with the mannequin and he's like what whoa 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 what and uh and then Roxy's, At the same time, yeah. Roxy and Armand um, are taking photographs. <laughs> and he, she pushes him down the escalator. And oh, my camera. Says, my camera, which makes me, I like that too. Oh, my camera. Yeah, uh, and then this like jolly music plays while the cop tries to beat up Andrew McCarthy and they fight like Yeah, so like why are they fist fighting? <laughs> Yeah. So intensely. It's like such an intense fight with such jolly music. And then Kim Cattrall like hits <laughs> hits the cop with her own hand glider. Hang glider. Hang glider. <laughs> Which very realistic hang gliding, I, I must right. say. Um, yeah. And he was like, how is there wind to hang glide inside this department store? So she's going like half a mile per hour. 
Yeah. Um, Wait, she hits. I thought she hit him first and then she pair hang glides down the mall. No, she hang glides into him, I believe. Yeah, right? but she's like a ha- mannequin when she does it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so That's weird. Wild. I know. Yeah, and then she goes so slowly in circles. There's there's just no way. It'd have to be on a track of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was cuz yeah, the <laughs> my Couchmate uh, brought up some physics and was like, "No, yeah. this, this does not." not well, you possible. need some wind. I mean, like you to need... stay up, like you can't just do that in like a vacuum of a. You need different uh, pressures on the angle of the wing, and if right. you're not moving, you would stall out. Yeah, and yeah, it does not work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she. Oh, okay. I see. She does crash into him. She also hits him earlier to get him to stop fighting. That's oh, what I was I confused about, like with her like karate arm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And um, and then he, you know, pass he passes out or she passes out. He, wrote- no, he the cop passes out for like seven hours, so he <laughs> has brain damage. Yes. Um, <laughs> or he's just sleepy. Um. And then I guess somehow Andrew McCarthy, which Jonathan Switcher is his actual character name, but yeah. I'm just calling him. Oh, yeah. Um, gets the idea for like undressed man. Undressed people like trying to catch a bus with the wind. And then like, how do you put a giant bus outside of the mall? Like, where does that come from? Who built that? I mean, as somebody who works with people who create Mm-hmm. set designs <laughs> it it takes a little bit more time than that well that's part of like the whole magic too it's like she's yeah. his total muse and it's, it's not so. clear like how much they're stopping time and stuff well yeah. but not always muse because sometimes she, or most times she just does it yeah it's no, true. she's doing it herself maybe she's like abracadabraing it abracadabra yeah, maybe and then there's like a montage of all the sales going up and all the window displays. Everybody's having a great time and people love it. Nobody's shopping at Ole- Olestra anymore. The boss but they gets have these so photos. mad and screams at people. Oh my God, I know. And like there's a million ashtrays on the table because everybody, like, heaven forbid, mm-hmm. you're not smoking a million cigarettes inside. Yeah. Um, I know I was thinking about that when he got so mad. And then I was thinking back to some Mad Men episodes and just like thinking about how probably realistic this was <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like if you worked at a corporation it's like yeah I'll treat you like garbage um don't forget it, Andrew McCarthy does get promoted to vice president before the sure. vice president <laughs> of the company the um, mannequins but the they mannequins. have they have like these photos now that are incriminating because like there's a mannequin are on they? Top of Andrew yeah no I mean that's what my right. question is is like everybody <laughs> Anybody that knows this man is seeing him with a mannequin all the time. Like it's it's kind of like his plus one now. And like also who cares? <laughs> like he's an artist at that's working night shift doing window display design. Like I know who cares? Like, like why would this, this be incriminating a evidence? Ending? And what do they even think they have? Like him right. making out with a mannequin, like tripping I think people, over and falling yeah. onto a mannequin is what and it people, looks like. I think. In the entirety of the department sh- store just assumes that he is having sex with this mannequin. One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So like, well, then they definitely is. do because he takes her into the bathroom right. and locks right. the door, and then and we can listen to the outside conversations. <laughs> so that's He's very good at voices, <laughs> dude. Right? Like because they can hear her voice too, right? Yes. And they think it's yeah. him, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny to me, actually, and weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and. 
I mean, I was very impressed. Like, I didn't remember. Like, I was very impressed from the editing of the back and forth between the mannequins. Like, stop motion, I guess. But her body positioning and, like, I don't know. And then Hollywood comes into the to the bathroom. And the and mannequin says, is sitting I there. I never bother you when you're getting a piece of wood. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> like wow <laughs> right because he's like yolo but the mannequin totally. is sitting on the counter with its eyes closed and its lips pursed like i know you said there's a lot of mannequins in this store but like that one and hollywood should know like if yeah. anybody knows yeah he knows the mannequins well but <laughs> i mean it's a, it's be, i don't know if my first assumption would be like that probably was alive until i walked in and then it first to become a mannequin. It's like quite the leap. <laughs> yeah, I would just assume that he has a very sort of articulating mm-hmm. mannequin. But we, but there aren't like that. I don't know. Maybe sure. I need to do more mannequin research. So, um, yeah, uh, the bad guys want to steal the mannequin because she's the secret to everything going on there. And, um, but they take, they take, is this when they take they take all the wrong mannequins? When do they take her? I think we're not there yet because it's okay. They just want, they're talking about stealing her. Armand and Roxy attempt to have sex because I think they see oh, right. oh, in that tiger that, lair. They see them on a date, and she, Roxy gets real pissed off. She's like, "Okay, well, we can have sex," but he can't perform. He's um, crying, and he has a tiger bedroom. Yeah, he has like a tiger blanket but beneath a tiger painting. <laughs> um, and he's just laughing his way through the scene, <laughs> um, which is wild. And then we kind of, then this is where Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall are having sex in that tent. Boink in a tent, yeah. Yeah. Oh, because they make and, it back after their motorcycle ride. And that's where she's captured <clears throat> by the bad guys. <laughs> Right. And then it was unclear because then, yeah. And then Andrew McCarthy wakes up in the department store covered in all that like fur. And I was like, do they, and all this fur coats. And like, and then he wakes up to this applause by everybody in the department store, all of the people that work there, I guess. And it's like, do they think this is his newest display or are they just like (laughs) applauding him because he got some, or is it a sarcastic applause? Because it, it, I don't is not sarcastic. They are yeah, just, I think they're very genuine, like slow clap to fast clap. Super, super excited for him. We love that you're enjoying your life. Um, we can't sell those furs now, but we enjoy. Yeah, that you're I know. Every single fur coat in our store has been wrapped around <laughs> your naked body. So great. <laughs> Post coitus <laughs> naked body. Yeah. Um, I love, I think this is where we get, is this where we get to see Hollywood's like bad girl car, like with the bad girl license plate. And then he like covers oh, it. With the, yeah. It's pretty cool. Also in the stealing of all the mannequins, they just steal blonde mannequins. I think is what I'm seeing. It kind of checks out. Right. But they, they say they stole all the female ones, but they don't because they left some like brunette mannequin they know know she's blonde and like i think he at the end do they steal a ton or do they just steal her they steal a ton no they steal a lot of mannequins they steal like all the mannequins okay well i was saying like all the the blonde ones yeah no they leave some brunettes there i mean it makes sense i mean i think they know that the one and they steal her because they think that this mannequin is like his muse right 
They don't think, think she's coming to life at night. No, but they, think- they just think he, that he's in love with this mannequin. And if they steal her, they can convince him to work for them. Right. It's uh, logically how it would go. Um, and then we have this like department store chase of like everybody <laughs> is now chasing everybody. Yeah. Inside the department store. Um, and I was thinking Roxy that like all the. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was just thinking like a lot of this part seems like like with um, GW Bailey's like inside. He falls inside like a jewelry counter and he's like, get me out. Get me out. <laughs> like, it's just like. It seems like, like he put himself of, inside there. Right. It's like a game of like party quirks going wrong. It was like, I, I just, it, a lot of this seemed like an improvised first take of things. You know what I mean? It's like, and just go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just like filmed it. And it's like, <laughs> anyway, I know. There's so many mall cops that show up. Yeah, um, I wasn't sure. Right. I think they're kind of the neutral force here. And they're just along the ride. I think GW Bailey probably calls them or James Spader. Well, now he has and a so, German Shepherd because he works for Olestra. Right. What happens, and they gave him like a new fancy dog. I guess so. Um, and then, and then Roxy. Roxy. Puts now they. Now there's an industrial so. wood chipper. <laughs> That's not what it is. It's a. What trash, is it? It's like a oh, trash compactor. compactor. But anyway, oh. I've seen. I watch a lot of um, TikTok videos featuring yeah. these types of contraptions do you too it's basically like industrial version of will it blend where they just chunk things in it's i love it i'd watch it for days they put like bike tires and like children's toys do they have these at a department store no no (laughs) okay (laughs) so this is like in the mail room murder department stores they (laughs) do And there's, Roxy, oh God, there's something about that conveyor belt. Yeah, it's so sad. Oh, it's so sad. Oh, it's gosh. very like Toy Story three. If you guys have ever seen it, and so Roxy is just fucking killing this mannequin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then but... I guess, do you think? Okay, so do we think that she comes to life? So Andrew McCarthy jumps on the conveyor belt, and then like can't physically get this and up from the brink which i guess is because she's turning into the weight of a real woman and that would be quite hard but like do we think that she wished for the gods to come to life because she kind of does have this like when she kind of disappears from all the fur coats she kind of does have this sadness when they say that they love each other and i feel like she's like oh god i mean i think she comes alive at first because she's hidden from other people and he and he's there and so he is the only one that can unlock her but Mm -hmm. then like true love's heroic effort allows her to be yeah that's my understanding (laughs) i see okay you know so she gets to be human um yeah so she comes to life, which now the stakes are even higher. What would and have then... happened if she fell into the shredder? That's what I wonder too, as a mannequin, right? As a mannequin. I oh. know, because surely she would have just this is... gone on to her next boy toy. Wouldn't you hmm. have thought? Because I feel like throughout the ages, she's probably been physically destroyed before. Yeah, or died. I don't know. Yeah, you'd think like she'd been stabbed or like, didn't that happen to Highlander? Yeah, well, he was, died yeah. and came back to immortal. life. Immortal. Yeah, she's immortal. So yeah, like I just she probably would like wake up in 1996, like somewhere else. But I don't know. James Vanderbeek. This was her. She would be on Dawson's Creek. This was her true love. Right. <laughs> this this <Yeah>. weirdo. <laughs> this guy. 
of all Jonathan the men Switcher. she's met in 4,000 yeah. years. Michelangelo. Um, Jonathan yeah. Switcher with the studio apartment. Christopher Columbus, I guess. <laughs> with it, um, no, he had an amazing apartment. It was pretty good. It was like well, a big it, it, was, it was a nice open floor plan. But if you looked, they tried to indicate that it was run down. It yeah, was sort of was like kind of a mess, like a mess. But I, I, at first I was like, how does he afford this nice apartment? But then I kind of like looked at the details. There was some de- okay, I'll have to yeah. look. Because, yeah, I, I just saw the nice bigness of it. Yeah, the bigness of it was nice. But it was just like one room. And then it was, yeah. yeah. So finally, this guy, this janitor who works there, turns off the wood chipper, which I don't know why it didn't occur to anybody to do that beforehand. Yeah. He finally turns it off. <laughs> Roxy, he takes a long time. He takes such a long time. And then Roxy is like forced kissed by this man Ugh, because I yeah, think that's sad. her punishment for being a villain. Um, yeah, they always figure movies always figure out a way to like have women be sexually assaulted and it not be like, yeah, the man's fault. I don't know how to. It's like, right. Really like, wild. Well, well, she was underneath a bunch of trash. I thought she was a mannequin. She was a mannequin. God. He gets yeah. to turn a woman to life. I can do it too. Yeah. But like, do any of the other sort of male villains get really punished? Well, the one goes, I think BJ. Yeah, it goes to jail. or whatever goes to jail. Yeah, because Estelle Getty comes off. in and like everybody believes her and they're yeah. like, mm. you go to jail and you go to jail and ba 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 ba. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then... And Misha, Misha Taylor is spraying people with the fire hose oh for my like God. hours. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely in my Hummer, Hummer line. And then the window display, you guys, is a wedding. They got married in a window. And he shot and Taylor they, officiated. They did try to make them so still, like you kind. They kind of did look like mannequins, and then you zoom in, and they start moving. And yeah, that's where they got married. As a kid, I thought that he turned into a mannequin, and that mm. was like, like a was... splash kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. didn't think this one through. Oh, <laughs> so well, I had a note it. right before they got married, but they stayed on this one janitor. For a yeah, long time. I know. And what was that? I don't. Uh, I think he was just gonna try to keep on. He was looking. Mannequins. He was looking for. Yeah. He was like the bit was like, oh well, one of these mannequins will come to life if I kiss okay. it, just like was this that, one did. Yeah. yeah. The gag. It's a gag. Oh, yeah. yeah. I missed. It, it is yeah. a long time though. So much so that I did wonder if it was a cameo, and then I'm like, oh no, <laughs> just a janitor just that a is joke. trying okay. to find a mannequin. And yeah. Meshach Taylor catches the bouquet. Yep. And then freeze frame. Yeah. On the weirdest, <laughs> the weirdest faces. Yeah. Everybody's the like looking angle. off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's They what had you more chose? footage. I know. They could have <laughs> gone mean, back or forward. Back in the day when you're just using filming on actual film, do you only get like one cut for that freeze <laughs> I don't know, frame? Maybe. Like, that's a good use, point. You use scissors <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh God, there's wrong. nothing more. Cut it now. Cut it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you think totally. they'd like, yeah, like at least try to be like practical about it. Well, like, you could have done it like a millisecond before and it made a lot of sense because everybody's like right after. But this is like everybody's happy and then they kind of turn off to the side. Yeah, they, have, like, and they all have like resting faces. It's so odd. It's really odd. It's not it's not good for anybody. Like sometimes there's a freeze frame that like it's clearly on one person. The teen, the teen Wolf freeze frame is a pretty weird one. 
and that was but like there's a lot of people that look terrible in that but i think it's about boof but somebody looks good <laughs> right but this boof. one's i like think every teen wolf look good okay got it and that's the movie <laughs> Katie, you always take sips of tea at the end of movies. <laughs> I know. I got nothing to do. I don't have porn. to do a mouth <laughs> yeah. horn. Um. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I asked a lot of my questions. Any other questions? I think I, I asked mine a lot. didn't have any. Because it's perfect. Annie, I guess when we, now that we kind of mentioned it, Annie was saying that she really got this she asked me because I had watched this in two parts. So I finished it this morning and she didn't get to watch the last 20 minutes. And she's like, did it end with the song? Or like, you know, we can do this thing together. I'm like, it did. Because that's what she remembers from it. And she said she really got it mixed up with Splash, mm. which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like it's a similar-ish premise. Yeah. Yeah. Women who can't move their legs. Yeah. <laughs> How about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Um... Let's start with bummers. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go with what happened to that cute little bulldog. Oh, like, yeah. He, he just got gets fired. He got replaced. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I assume he lived with uh, Felix. So, like, oh. does getting Hopefully fired okay. mean he's just out on the street? He's so cute <laughs> with that little underbite. I know. I forgot that bulldogs used to be kind of these like tough guys, you know, because they are he just kind of cute. Tough. Yeah, they don't no. do much. They just breathe heavy. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he was very cute. I'm he a was. big fan of uh, bulldogs. I uh, hope he's they're okay. so cute because yeah. of the Georgia bulldogs. No, not even that. I just think their little misshapen <laughs> faces are just so their little squat arms. They're, he does kind of look like, like G.W. Bailey. Bullfrog dogs. <laughs> Bullfrog dogs. I think, um, I mean, we talked about like one of my real bummers, which is Roxy being harassed. Um, yeah, I think I'll just make my bummer. Like I kind of have a little bummer nostalgia for this like big mall. There's mm, something like yeah. so beautiful about it. And like people like in, in Olestra, I'm going to keep calling it that is like so neon and glittery. They try it's super eighties. And like, there's just something it's like Gringotts meets, I don't know. I'm like, I want to shop at that mall. It's like the best catalog. I don't know if you ever remember that as a kid, but mm. like mm -hmm. it had like everything in it. It was like sports equipment and snacks and clothing. And I just like dream of going to a mall like that with like so many elevator floors and hmm. old timey people doing their craft of the mall. I don't think those crafts people are there anymore. Like, yeah, like the bra fitters, the bra fitters. <sighs> I get it. Woodcutters, the, the woodcutters, wood the of the, the sculptors, union. the mannequin yeah. sculptors, yeah. <laughs> um, woodcutters union. Get Malave out, <laughs> Malave. And I was like, how do you sculpt a mannequin? Um, I think my bummer is going to be right when Kim Cattrall comes to life. The nail gun situation. Oh in wow, this. yeah. That like she shoots, I mean, she's just like playing around, but she shoots nails like right near his head. And then she's like looking at it. And then it's just like all of this like weaponry oh. um, when when she's on coke, I think <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it's wild. Um, and it kind of leads to as well what I didn't enjoy, which it didn't go on forever. But like 
the whole like I'm losing my mind. I must be delusional like trope. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to spend any time this way. I don't want to spend any time on this. Like the call to his mother that's like, did you ever see things? You know, it's like, shut up. Oh, I forgot shut about up. that. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I think that's kind of like a improv rule too of like i'm you're crazy like no you are crazy yeah you know so anyway lean into it you just go mannequin yeah it's so much more interesting if the mannequin just comes to life yeah and we don't have to go through this um they didn't spend a ton of time on it which i appreciate but there was a there was a little bit of like a head fake towards well that's what they did at the end with gw valley too they're like this man's having a delusion you know it's like i know they love delusions yeah it's my bummer um Dummers. <laughs> Dummers. Dummers. Uh, I can go with one we sort of touched on earlier, but it's like that stupid cop fight where he just truly yeah. beats him up for no reason. Yeah, I know. I don't really get it. And he's just going to town on him. And it, I don't know. It's so confusing, uh, especially in our day and age. It just... Yeah. Not not cool, cop. I think it's dumb to put ice cubes down people's pants. <laughs> I'm like, did she learn that in like, you know, 1657, like Russia, and when she was like, yes, right. and now we do the ice cube sexual it's routine. So sexy. <laughs> it's so sexy. Yeah. Like nobody wants that. No man wants that. Nobody. And then they and then they wrestle, and then there's just like ice water wet ice water pants like and he's like hysterical you funny wooden lady um i still don't know where they got those cocktails from but uh yeah don't do that don't do that i will say that i got in a uh sort of crank war based on ice cubes um with a buddy at like a reunion and it got to where it was a fairly like Fancy party where I dumped a full pitcher of ice water down oh. um, oh, his Jesus back. Christ. And then Jeez. I was like, oh, that might have been a step too far. Um, I mean, if one, if somebody, like, I think maybe just because I grew up in my siblings, it was like, put an ice cube down the back of your shirt. I I hate that. I don't, yeah. I don't like that as a prank for me. Yeah. It's not a good prank for me. Uh, it's not endearing. Doesn't make me feel in the mood. Unlike Andrew McCarthy, who was very... Oh, la, la. <laughs> oh, la, la. My penis oh. is cold. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we talked about... I mean, we talked a lot about... Oh, uh, or mostly about my dumbers and bummers throughout. But like, I feel like... I guess my dumber slash bummer hummer is going to be the duo that is Roxy and Armand. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I really, really liked Roxy a lot. And like... Armand was almost so over the top that I'm like, is it okay? Like, what is yeah. happening? Um, but it's just like so dumb. <laughs> like the whole thing of just like saddling her with him, and and it did feel like it was like kind of too many villains. I was like, I don't know which way to look. Like, yeah. it's just everybody is coming <laughs> at this department store. Um, so yeah, it's like so ridiculous. Hummers. I'm going to do it before anybody else does. Meshach okay. Taylor is my Hummer. And it's just everything about Meshach mm-hmm. Taylor and, and Hollywood. I lo- There was like a monologue he did at one point about his husband and cellulite and like yeah. the whole yeah. thing. And it was just so wonderful. He drives that hot pink convertible and then covers it with polka dotted. Yeah, with an cover. amazing, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's that fire hose scene was like extraordinary, like everything about it. I loved how they just played it for the phallic symbolism of it all. I I loved it. I was here for it. So thank you, Michelle Taylor, for being you. 
and your glasses and everything the whole shebang agreed um yeah that's kind of my hummer too but i'll pivot and go to um when rambo has a little like um ice pack on his head did we already talk about that no (laughs) that was very cute like he has a headache he has a little ice pack on his head and he's just like recovering from the fight (laughs) that was adorable hummed me up yeah i did like too like even though gw bailey is like such a villain he is really nice to his dogs so that's kind of cool and you know he could have murdered him after he fired him you don't know that that's Um, true we don't know where that is your don't see the dog after he was fired um no my hummer is going to be it was it was me shock of course uh, but I'm going to say it's James Spader, his scenery mm. chewing bad guy yeah. his just slick to the side hair that he's constantly like pushing over. It's oh my God. so over the top. Um, <laughs> his yeah, heart just, is like just above his ear. It's I don't know wild. how it, he makes it work. It's so um, long. Like how long do you have to grow out that top hair? Right. A good while. Uh, it. Yeah, he throws his all into it. Yes. And I love the commitment. And yeah. Mm. Are we all hummed? Yeah. Uh, let's We're talk about hummed. our outfits. Let's talk about our outfits. talk about our outfits. Katie, you yeah. just have uh, a big picture of Andrew McCarthy on your shirt. Mm-hmm. And underneath it, it just says, uh, I have sex with mannequins. Uh, <laughs> um, That's right to the cheese. Yeah, it's no nonsense. You know, you do it in the women's bathroom in tents under fur coats. Oh. Um, no rules. Just right. Out back. I love it. Um, Bridget. You um have a a trucker hat with Meshach Taylor and Estelle Getty driving his wonderful car, and then the license plate says "Golden Girl" <laughs> on it. On a a pun on his license plate that Golden I can't remember what it said, but it said "Bad Girl, Bad Girl, Bad Girl." Yeah, I think that's what his said. So good. Yep. Or- yeah. Getty out of my dreams. Yeah. Getty into my car. Oh. <gasps> Getty out of my dreams. Getty into my car. Yes. That's oh. what it should have said. Well, I'll work on that next time. Thank you, Philip, for <laughs> saying that about my outfit. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Shop at better stores, Bridget. Yeah. <laughs> um, Philip, you, um, of course, are wearing the Meshock Taylor glasses mm-hmm. as an homage. Um, very stylish. And then on your shirt is um, that little dot pup, that doggy, mm. oh, and that, yeah. uh, the other doggy too, the, the the German Shepherd. And both of them have like mannequin arms in their mouth. <laughs> and it just says, got wood. <laughs> <laughs> and they do. They did. And they do. Speaking of those glasses, I... I know for the Game of Thrones uh, show, we did it big in one of the trivia things. I definitely had like at the end of it, oh, it was like a fashion week themed one. Oh, yeah. But they always had the Meshach uh, Taylor <laughs> glasses zoom onto their face at the the end. So yeah, don't... that's right. Was that from this? Like, does he, are those, are those glasses from anything else or are they just from Mannequin? That's a good question. Uh, 
I definitely got them from Mannequin for this. That's I awesome. Googled Mannequin glasses to like, <laughs> Whoa. then Photoshopped them onto my, my PowerPoints. Yeah, I remember that. That's awesome. Well, it's that time. It is that time. Um, and Phil, Phil, I think it's your pick. So I have to go first. Yeah. I am surprisingly torn. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's it's crazy. Like, I think I, don't, I, I was expecting it. so much wilder from this movie. And it I think talking about it, I think it's going to sway me back to saying that it's for real. But it just I mean, reading about it, I guess one of the writers or something like that, his like claim to fame is that he uh, workshops or get. Uh, oh, what's the term I'm thinking of where you get like a group of people to workshop? No, um, a focus group. He like yeah. focus groups to deaths. And mm, that's what he did for this. And it's like oh. why they put Andrew McCarthy in it because they were going with um, Dudley Moore. But it was oh, like, yeah, no, that's right. He's supposed to be older. A that's younger right. person. And there's a lot of just formulaic stuff that was in this. Mm. Um, and I was just like, wow, I, I remember it being just a weirder, worser, mm-hmm. but better movie because of it and it was just a fairly formulaic but i i came back around when talking about it um just the Meshach taylor of it all and the jane spader there's enough weird stuff that i think i can just yeah go watch it again but it's like the the movie in my brain was better yeah and and weirder and more 80s and so I was a little disappointed in that, but I, I think it still ekes out the is it for real? So yeah. The for realness. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, when when the movie ended, I was like, that movie's for real. And so that is my answer. I'm gonna keep sure. it. Um it just it's yeah, I, I I hear you though. I hear you. Cause I think maybe there was a memory that I had that it was much more mm-hmm. I think more romantic, I'll be honest. Um, and, and, but I did think it was pretty wackadoodle and cartoony, but I, I also kind of just really liked it. I liked the choices that were made. I thought it was silly and strange and so eighties. I mean, that dance montage with the big speakers and then she changes outfits and like the hair, like it, it's, it is a really like, necessary time capsule to this time in our culture like the mall of it all the clothing the window dressing so uh it's it also has just one of the best songs ever so that alone is gonna give me my is it for my for real rating and i'll i'm gonna stick with it for real for real well tiebreaker (laughs) um i um I enjoyed talking about this movie and I'm really glad I saw it. Um, Yeah. With zero nostalgia, I'm going to say this movie isn't for real. Like I was, I was, I was was more excited. So it's interesting because I, I just wish there was more Meshach Taylor and that there was more James Spader. I liked Roxy, but I don't even, I think you cut out Roxy and Armand and BJ, like whoever this bad guy is that we don't even care about. Yeah. I wasn't very charmed by Andrew McCarthy. Like he seemed so nervous during the whole shark eyes. (laughs) Yeah. Like I feel like he and Armand are both smiling through the whole movie. Like I wasn't like, I, I like Andrew McCarthy as an actor. I just felt like in this movie, he wasn't 
he just seemed scared, like as yeah. a performer. Um, I wanted more Estelle Getty. I wanted more Kim Cattrall. Like you don't even get yeah. to know. I think she is like beautiful. And like, I really liked her in the mummy scene. I was like, yes, great. I can't watch, wait to watch this movie. And then I'm like, where did she go? <laughs> like she didn't yeah. even, she didn't like have any lines hardly. It was yeah. kind of wild. Um, And it just seemed like it was kind of the same thing over and over again. It was like, police basically chasing people i couldn't even tell like which department store we were in a lot so anyway it just seems like such a rough draft for mm. a better movie mm. um, but that's not to say that there wasn't like these like nuggets and like these things that i enjoy that i totally understand why those pieces have become iconic it's just like all together I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it didn't it didn't put it over for me. But that's not to say it wasn't like I watched it. and like, why does anyone like this movie? <laughs> like, it wasn't that at all. Um, so, yeah, well, what you said makes sense. It makes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. yeah, there's parts that I'm like, I think I just am still only remembering the parts that I really like. Yeah. <laughs> if you cut it down, because I was kind of like, Gosh, it's already like, a short movie. movie which I yeah, like. I know. I was like, this movie isn't that long, but I'm kind of like. I yeah I kind of got like a little bored I don't know I was like surprised mm -hmm. with it like Anne and I are watching it too and she was saying like she was like I I don't like Weekend at Birdies that much but I feel like it's such a better movie it's just like tighter I don't know how to describe yeah. it but yeah no no so, no I think anyway. yeah they just once again I think they just focus group this one to death maybe it, so right it became yeah. too normal mm. and just they could have kept it wilder yeah. yeah, but Man. I did enjoy. I mean, I like um, GW Bailey a lot too. Like, I like everybody's performance, and I have to say that, like, I really and you all were talking about it. I really appreciate it when, like, when the homophobia came out of GW Bailey's mouth. I'm like, oh god! And then it just like was so clear that the homophobia was gonna stay with the villains, and it it really was very before its time with that stuff. So like yeah. that yeah. Chef's Kiss A plus. That that's really awesome. Yeah. Speaking of Chef's Plus, Chef's Plus. Chef Plus. A kiss. A kiss, Chef Plus. A kiss, Chef Plus. Here we go. Just do the long intro. Sometimes I like to like get to the middle of a song, but I just yeah. like the beginning of the song. No, it's a yeah. good one. Ugh, the lyrics are great. And there's like that back and forth female male singer. And I always pictured Andrew McCarthy and Kim Cattrall singing that to each other. Yeah. And her character it. was 4,500 years in one year. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In one, in one day. I just, I, just did, I just did the math. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I thank do. you to Desha C. Yeah, that was great. Um, yeah oh intro. my gosh yeah sorry Wonderful. we had to add to your fantastic summary and commentary on no, the movie it was, it was great. yeah it was perfect <laughs> katie were you gonna say out. something i was just gonna say that a lot of times um andy and i talk about like what song would be a perfect like wedding dance for us and sometimes it's like the almond joy commercial Wait, or, are like, you we proposing like to... to katie again on the podcast to annie yeah I'm sorry. Whenever she Katie. says, whenever she <laughs> what says is wrong yes. with me? I think I'm just hungry. <laughs> whenever she says yes, uh, Which she has I'm to ready. listen to the end of the podcast. Yep, so. she has to listen to the beginning, middle, or end. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, listeners. Uh, but I was Annie ice you some letters I, and tell oh her. My, oh my gosh! If a listener proposes. 
just on my behalf. Um, also, like, subscribe but I was thinking and this song, donate. this song could be a for real one, don't you think? Like, you yes. could actually do this as like a can I sing song. it I at your wedding? Don't you think? Can yeah. Philip yeah. and I sing it at your wedding? A duet, me <laughs> so. I think it would be kind of cool. But this crazy. song is real. That's my life. Oh, we're going to swap. Oh, my God. Look it is so good. Eyes, see a paradise. See, we got it. Yeah. We both really like it. Did you guys ever see the movie The Skeleton Twins with Kristen Wiig and no, Bill Hader? Yeah. This, this song plays prominently. Oh. Movie. They like lip, lip sing it to each other. It's very cute, which you so, can imagine, right? The yeah, two of them. it's adorable. Yeah. Well, I think we're going to be on a little break for a little bit, mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm. may vacation. A vacation. <laughs> That's fun. So don't fret all. Um, just go back and start at the beginning and, and yeah. send in your that. suggestions. Send in your suggestions. We have three hundred. We have over three hundred suggestions, and we've done a um, <laughs> hundred and twenty something movies. So, so we have, get on us. We have quite a bit to to That's get true. through. If Tell we... your friends about the pod. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Tell one friend. Your best tell then, one yeah. friend yeah and then it's a pyramid tell scheme. two friends yeah we, we need we need more like <laughs> yeah um, like, tell, logarithmic and then each scale. friend tell more friends yes yeah. yeah yeah ponzi scheme that shit yeah all right well then everybody have a nice maycation and we'll till next yeah. time uh, see ya to a low yeah Hi, everyone. I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Stephanie Smar. And this is Stephanie Knows Some Shit, where every week we are going to tap into Stephanie's brain and share with you some of the insight that she has about cooking, shopping, Top Chef, all of the things that you want to know. Yeah, we're going to tell some stories, enjoy some time together, and really dive into the things that you might be afraid to Google. We might have the answer. I actually, I'm pretty confident we do. 